Clearshore presents... It's about women running startups by Steve Blank. January 21st, 2015 at steveblank.com. Just before the holidays, I had coffee with Anne, an ex-MBA student running a fairly large product group at a search engine company, now trying to raise money for her own startup. She had an interesting insight. Existing content media companies were having the same problem as hardware companies that rarely made the leap to new platforms. And she had a model for a new media company for mobile and wearables. I thought we were going to talk about her product progress, so I was a bit taken aback by her most pressing question. Why is it so hard for a woman to still get taken seriously by a venture capitalist? I had a lot of answers, but none of them good enough for either of us. I had a better one when I came back from New York. Entrepreneurship at Columbia I was in New York last week teaching my annual five-day version of the Lean Launchpad class at the Columbia Business School. We had 130 students in 30 teams who got out of the classroom and did 2,154 customer interviews in five days, a remarkable effort for 120 hours. Their amazing Lessons Learned presentations can be seen at steveblank.com. In the last year, entrepreneurship at Columbia has taken a pretty remarkable leap across the entire university. The Columbia Startup Lab is a visible symbol of how the university is making entrepreneurship an integral part of all colleges at the university. New York Startups The Columbia Startup Lab is in a building completely taken over by WeWork, a company that provides co-working spaces in 12 cities worldwide. I wandered through four full floors of Soho West WeWork, sticking my head into the random startup's offices. Looking at office after office of startups, a few things stood out. There was just one of the 14 WeWork co-working spaces in New York City. There are over a hundred co-working spaces in New York. Michael Bloomberg has yet to get his due for engineering the New York entrepreneurial ecosystem. I was struck by something that had been slowly percolating through my head during my entire week. There are a higher percentage of women on the founding teams of New York City startups than in Silicon Valley. Women in New York Startups This last point is definitely not a data-driven survey. However, after spending a week teaching 130 entrepreneurship students, approximately 35% of them women, and then walking through about a hundred plus WeWork and tech space offices in New York, I get the impression that the number of women leading startups in New York is much higher than in the San Francisco Bay Area. When I mentioned this to my friends running the NYU and Columbia entrepreneurship programs, they looked at me like I just discovered that it gets dark at night. Their answer seemed to make sense. A higher percentage of startups in New York are focused on media, fashion, communications, real estate, financial tools, all the products of industries centered in New York City, and all are attempting to disrupt them with products that run on and are delivered by 21st century platforms. 
Think of what Refinery29 is doing to Conde Nast. These are industries where women have a history of leadership positions and more importantly, where young women entrepreneurs can find role models and mentors as their male counterparts do in Silicon Valley's tech-centered pay-it-forward culture. This raises an interesting question. Is the credibility of female entrepreneurs in the eyes of New York VCs something about the venture firms or is it about the industries they are funding? One can make the case that New York venture capital industry is rooted in the 21st century, not the 20th. While some venture firms have been around for a while, perhaps the newer partners have a different model of what a successful founder looks like than their West Coast peers. Or perhaps it's as simple as New York VCs are funding startups that play on the disruption of New York's key strengths in media, fashion, finance and real estate, and the women founding New York startups have an existing track record in those industries and pass a gender-neutral VC credibility bar. Correlation does not imply causation. Those bemoaning the dearth of women founders in Silicon Valley might want to see if there is a real disparity between the coasts or if it's just my selection bias. If it's real, why? Women founders already have leadership roles in the industry they're about to disrupt. Women can find existing role models. Women have built a network of women mentors. What role does the type of startup play? Companies that get started and built in New York tend to be applied technology. Companies that get started and built in Silicon Valley have historically focused on core technology. What role does venture capital play? Is there any difference in funding women for old line firms versus 21st century firms? What role does the industry segment play, i.e. lots more women founders in media companies than you find in enterprise software companies? On the West Coast, the history of successful startups is technology first and perhaps VCs weigh that more in what they want to see in founders. Is it as simple as having credibility in the industry you want to start up in? I sent Anne, my student, an email when I returned. You might want to take a trip to New York and pitch some of their VCs. Lessons learned. Lots of entrepreneurial activity in New York. Different industry focus than in Silicon Valley. More media, finance, real estate. Women seem to be more represented as founders. If a New York bias toward women as founders is true, why? And what are the lessons for Silicon Valley? Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. We would like to hear from you, so please send your thoughts to comments at clearshore.us or visit us at clearshore.us. If you would like this show delivered to you automatically, you can subscribe to the Clearshore Podcasts on iTunes. Wishing you all the best. Until next time.